this is sort of the era of the Xbox right now, so you can do the intro. <laughs> Welcome to Thumcast. This is uh, James and Michael. We're probably mostly going to talk about mods, although briefly, we had a conversation earlier today about whether it makes any kind of business sense at all for a company like Bethesda to be shipping DLC with an Xbox exclusive, or for that matter, if they'd made a deal with Sony for a PS3 exclusive. And given how much energy there is surrounding the Steam Workshop on Steam and how the PC world is where all of this is being kept alive and interested, we've pretty much come to the conclusion that this is a sh- uh, foot-shooting kind of exercise. <laughs> foot-shooting. Uh, uh, foot-shooting. Yeah, 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 sh- sh- footing, yeah, whatever, what, 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 what I tried to say. Point is, you've got all these people playing on PC. I'm playing on PC, too. I'm stupid enough that I've invested in this game twice. But... You know, we were going to talk allegedly about mods in this podcast because we each have a whole crap load installed. Although I must admit, Michael's way past me. I think he's at what level sixty of them now, or something. That's because somebody here doesn't have Dawn Guard. Yeah, it's because somebody here doesn't have Dawn Guard. So the thing is, <laughs> is that you think about this, and yeah, Dawn Guard's out for Xbox, and I've been playing it. I've gone through the entire werewolf line now including all 11 werewolf perks which actually is more cool than i would have thought it was and i'll probably discuss that more in the next podcast where i'm talking yeah to people who've been playing. No, no spoilers for that for on this particular episode because this this is more about from the pc and uh side of things not so much the playstation 3 because we're talking mods <laughs> so <laughs> sorry playstation 3 guys you guys get just the 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 butt end of everything uh, when it comes to games right now. Yeah, you get to wait and you don't get mods. So you're and you get the buggier version with the... <laughs> so, so all you PS3 players don't let the door hit you on the way out, I guess is what uh, Bethesda's saying to you. Uh, oh, no, well, this is a Bioware giving them the middle finger ending. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on the screw you ending, which uh, actually you can insert a different word there. I, you can consult my blog, search for post-tag Mass Effect 3, and you can find my exact opinions on what Casey Hudson should and shouldn't do with himself. <laughs> Not that yes. I have an opinion on the matter. In it's any definitely family-friendly. If, yeah. if you're going to talk about Skyrim and mods, the thing is, is that all the energy that is surrounding this stuff and the fact that the game has been out for, what, six months now, almost seven months. It came out in November. So of all the people playing on console... What percentage do you think are going to be grabbing the DLC? And, you know, Michael's assertion, it's not like we have numbers or anything. We don't, we can't say that. But his assertion was that it's probably a relatively small number of the, of the Xbox players because they've all moved on to different games by now. And, you know, while I went back and bought it, um, and partly that's because I've been playing on the PC. If I hadn't been playing on the PC, maybe I wouldn't have. I might, you know, I might well have moved on by now. If you're not playing on PC at all, what are the odds that you're going to go back and pick this up? Every time I've sat down to play Skyrim, I've added a couple of extra mods on, and it's kept the game, and I think you said it the right way before, alive. And you don't get that on the Xbox. So the the people who, uh, and let's not forget, there is a crowd out there that haven't even finished the game yet. Uh, not yeah. naming any podcast names, but... <laughs> But there are people who haven't finished the game yet, so that Dawnguard is going to be on their radar because they're enjoying Skyrim and playing it. But for the people who are hardcore gamers who have finished this game and put it down, the only place where you're going to continue to get replay value is on the PC where you keep getting more and more interesting stuff to do. Like, the other day, I was I was out heading towards a mission, and I came across a herd of wild horses from a mod I had installed. And they were like, they were just chilling. They didn't want anything to do with me. I approached them and they ran away. Uh, they weren't an issue, you know. 
that it was just it was just awesome to that's just the one that adds that. additional wildlife, isn't it? Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna go through all the mods list, and I've got fifty eight installed right now. I've removed two uh, that were causing me trouble. I can't. <laughs> one of them was the uh, the static mesh update, which. Uh, I think you got to be careful the, about the mesh update ones. They tend to screw things up. Yeah, I think the the guy who was putting that together, best intentions and all, um, but really keeping it compatible with updates from from Bethesda is pretty hard to do. Yeah. So I had to remove that one. I was I was seeing glitches in caves and all kinds of stuff. So that was not good. Yeah, there's one I almost downloaded until I read the bug section. There's one that uh, I've forgotten the name, but somebody will remember it. It's the one where it takes all of the city areas and moves them that's, onto the world map. So, <laughs> that's, there's only three cities in that so far, though. Okay. That, yeah. I've been holding off on that because I want all the cities. Okay so, but, okay, so it moves three cities. But the interesting thing about that is that if you read the bug section, it talks about how people – it screws with the way people follow you around. It can muck up your followers. It can muck up the behavior of people in the cities. I mean, ideally, that sounds great because then you get no continuity problems when you're moving into a city and you get the black load screen. But on the other hand, since it's screwing with the meshes, who knows what kinds of weirdness you're going to get. Yep. Um, and there are, there are certain mods that, that conflict with each other. There's like a whole class of mod that extends the intro so that you have an alternate way to start the game instead of writing it on the carriage. Yeah, my daughter raves about that one, by the way. I have not tried that because... There's I more have, than one, though. I have a character that's like level 43 now or 44 that I've been working through on the PC, and I, have, I don't really feel like starting over again yet, but my daughter raved about that one. Yeah, I almost started over. I, I thought, you know what? I'm going to play a new character from the start a couple of weeks before Dawn Guard comes out. So that when Dawn Card comes out, I'll have a new character with everything done. Uh, and, and I'll try out some of these mods as well that change the start because I think that'll be interesting. But um, I guess we're going to, we can touch on Dawn Guard now. Uh, this is what we're talking about. There's one achievement that'll screw with that, and that's there's one achievement that you have to kill a legendary dragon. And I think it has, I haven't seen confirmation, but I think you have to be level 60 before they even spawn. Um, I think it's probably level 50. Well, if it's level 50, I haven't stumbled across any. Maybe they just don't spawn that often. But I've been wandering around a lot, um, partly because of the whole werewolf thing, which I'll get into in the podcast we do probably tomorrow with the people who are playing on the Xbox. But I've been wandering around a lot in werewolf form. And while I've run across dragons, no no legendaries. Well, see, I've changed my mind. I'm not going to do that now. I, I still have Prup, my, my Khajiit. Um, it's the perfect name for a cat person, really. <laughs> uh, and so I'm running around with, with uh, Prup and, and uh, Shedemir died with the latest update with horse combat. I went over this very small cliff, fell off uh, Shedemir, and Shedemir died. So that... So I need I need Dawn Guard to get the indestructible undead horse. So that sounds. That sounds I didn't good. get that horse, by the way. So you're not possibly going to get a spoiler for me. I gave up trying to find the damn thing. <laughs> okay. Um, so so here's the thing. Dawn Guard's out on Xbox. The the page you go to to launch this the this Skyrim on Steam is filled with news about Dawn Guard and reviews, and a lot of the reviews are sort of like, meh, you know. It's more of Skyrim. If that's what you want, then that's what you'll get. But it's not, it's not earth-shattering. And I, 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 I think I figured out why. Um, you know, it's minor spoilers for anybody who's trying to block the areas of absolutely everything Dawn Guard related. <laughs> but trust me, I have been trying to censor myself significantly too. So I don't think I'm giving away too much. 
The the main plot revolves around expanding werewolves a little bit and vampires massively. So it's another faction path, basically. Um, but it doesn't answer or extend any of the main plot stuff that's left hanging at the end of Skyrim. So who's going to be emperor? You know, you're Dovahkin. The, the Dovahkin is always destined to be emperor. Who actually ends up ruling the, the Skyrim lands as king? You know, the... the the, the group was going to meet together and vote on that, but that's left out of the first part of the game. What about the Thalmor threat? You know, they're clearly stirring up more and more issues, and now that the Civil War is over, they're going to have an interest in causing even more trouble in Skyrim. And that's clearly something that everybody who played the game through was thinking, Thalmor fight, Thalmor but, fight. But here's, here's the difficulty. You could. Now, this is a difficulty for Bethesda in terms of doing DLC. You can quite easily, and I've got a character on PC right now that's level 44 that has done the peace treaty thing, hasn't taken a side yet. I'm probably going to, but let's say I left it alone. Let's say I didn't take a side. If you do DLC that assumes you took a side, you've got a problem. You don't have to. You could leave that quest alone. No, you just make this mission start after the Civil War. You say, look, the trigger to start the, the Chapter 2 is to complete the Civil War and to, and to kill Alduin. Okay, Once yeah, you've done those two things, the DLC yeah, turns on. And, and and then you've got like you've got a whole bunch of plots that you can follow and, and what I was actually suggesting to the Thuncast chat was have chapter two be uh, okay, the civil war is done and that's the trigger. The Thalmor decide they're gonna use Skyrim as a uh, a flanking attack on the Empire. They're, they're gonna land on the north and start marching troops through Skyrim. So with the um, with the civil war out of the way, that's going to get the Thalmor into a lot of trouble. They're going to have to fight the native population of Skyrim, uh, who are going to resist and fight these these evil people, uh, you know. And and it's the game sort of sets you up for it. You know, you you have the diplomatic mission which annoys them. You've got these Thalmor roaming around with prisoners. You've got various missions that are Talos related. It it seems like it would have been perfect to have DLC number one continue the story. Uh, there's a lot of these games that are be starting to produce episodic content too. This I, that's my opinion. A conversation we've had, I think on this podcast and, and I know in, in, in private chat where you think about the way they've released this and you think about the kind of thing that they've done. And just from a straight business standpoint, they've given themselves a month to have news about Dawn guards spread all over the internet and there'll be good reviews. There'll be bad reviews and you know, they, but they can't control how this, this is going to come out. By the end of those 30 days, when it hits PC, where I think most of the buyers are going to be because of what you said about the uh, mods keeping the game alive, at the end of those 30 days, they don't control the narrative as far as whether Dawnguard was good, bad, or indifferent. So, you know, regardless of what your opinion is or my opinion is, after, after I've played it and after you've played it when it comes out, they don't control the narrative for that. At the end of 30 days, they just have to live with whatever the internet comes up with. There's also, there's also the effect of, okay, so, say it gets generally favorable reviews. There are people who won't buy it because vampires don't interest them. They want to know what happens to Skyrim, their character in the Empire. But they don't, my character, say my character's a werewolf. Never, don't care about the vampires at all. Don't want to join them. Don't want to have anything to do with them. Or say my character doesn't like werewolves or vampires you know so okay maybe maybe follow the dawn guard path that could be slightly interesting defeat the vampires sure but but on the whole it, it's not it's not super compelling especially for 30 dollars to to go and buy it 
Um, that said, well, it's not. I am a Skyrim. It's twenty bucks, not thirty. Okay, well, twenty bucks that's pretty good. Um, but but you were saying, you know, maybe it's worth more, like ten bucks. But but here's the thing: as a Skyrim fan on PC playing with mods, the game is still alive for me, and I want to buy it. Uh, and the reviews haven't been so terrible that that I'm that I would I shy away from it. I am I am eager to to try out this part of the game and, and keep playing it. So so they haven't completely screwed the pooch there. But it no, still but seems risk, like a but big. They risked it. They, risked they, they did risk it, yeah. And and it's been so, like you said, it's been so long that you would think that they were coming with a bigger bang, which is why I was suggesting <laughs> something that would that would truly extend the story, not just add on more side story. Yeah, and I really hope they do go back and do something along the lines of what you're talking about. Do some resolution to the Civil War thing where you either determine a new emperor, determine a new high king, deal with the Thalmor. It would be great to see something along those lines instead of just another thing where they add factions. Well, you know, there's there's this thing where, depending on who you side with, some of the people who were in charge, the Jarls, end up stuck in a basement somewhere, grumbling and groaning and calling you bad names. What you need is is someone to be elected king and for those people to be dealt with, either pardoned or imprisoned somewhere. You know, and, and sometimes you actually have to go and talk to these people. I remember when I started with the Stormcloaks, I then later wanted to do one of the Daedric quests, which is the sword that consumes souls. And I had to go and find the Jarl and his son in... Um, Whiterun. No, they, but they weren't in White Whiterun anymore. That's because they used to be, yes. Yeah, they're, they're over in... Um, Wait, uh, are they in Windhelm in a dungeon somewhere? No, they're in the other place. <laughs> no, oh, the, the, the capital city. Oh, solitude. Yeah, they're in, they're in solitude down in the Blue Palace in in some basement rooms down there, just sort of milling about, really annoyed at you. <laughs> so I actually had to go and talk to them to to, to be out of this quest, and they've got, you know, plot wise, they've got no real reason to want to talk to me anymore because I sided with the enemy. Um, so it would be nice if those sorts of things got resolved and. I, I, yeah, I think it's a missed opportunity. So, so anyway, yeah, that's this is a real shame uh, that they drank the MS Kool Aid. And we were talking about the 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 business side of this is you know just how many Xbox users uh, buy DLC for a game like this has got to be less than the number of PC users who would have bought it instantly, me included. If it had come out. On all platforms. And from that standpoint, <laughs> it has to be the case that they have to hope that the amount of money Microsoft kicked in, because that's the only way an exclusive like this happens if the vendor kicks in money. That money that Microsoft kicked in has to be bigger than whatever losses they're going to take on PC sales that don't happen. And we may be completely off here. I mean, maybe Microsoft did all the advertising, right? And that, and that could be a massive amount of money. Mm, yeah. But then again... Who are you advertising it to? You know, if if you're if you're advertising it to the PC users, then sticking it on Steam does that immediately. <laughs> yep. And it's not like Steam wants to charge you masses amounts of money to advertise stuff that's going to make them money too. Right. Uh, so so maybe Bethesda gets the full twenty bucks when you buy it on on the Xbox, and they don't have to pay Microsoft any of that money. Maybe maybe Steam takes a cut. I don't know. Who who knows? But it just does seem kind of crazy that, that this is in place still. Well, with all that said, you want to go through some of the mods that we're using? Yeah, yeah. This is so. Uh, <laughs> you told me uh, a, a while back, hey, we need to do a new episode uh, about mods. Because we did an episode about mods before and we talked about some of them and you hadn't really used any at all. Yeah, and then time, yeah. you, you turned around and said, hey, I'm using a bunch of mods now. We should talk about this again. Uh, 
and and it just so happens that yeah, I've been continually adding more and more mods as they come out and as people rank them up. And I've been a bit of a follower in this on rather than a leader. I have I've, I've marked a few as my favorites, um, but for the most part, I've just been following what other people have marked as favorites and and adding them as I decide that they're that's good for my gameplay. There are some that that are up there on the front page that are like some random unique weapons. So, well, I'm never going to make that, so I don't care about it. Or some gameplay breaking feature. It's like, well, I don't definitely don't want that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm going to lower myself a little bit here. I, that since you decided to put this in alphabetical order instead of most recently loaded, it, at the top <laughs> of my list was uh, one that I, I saw recommended. It was on the Hot Files list on Steam. Or I don't know if they call it Hot Files, but it's up at the top as most recommended. The um, Better Females, which is Better Female Faces for the most part, by Bella. Yeah, I've got the less makeup version of that. I've got that too. I've got both. I've got the one that's Better Faces and Better Faces Less Makeup because I think it it makes things look better, but it doesn't, I don't know, it's not like uh, I've heard You can of, have both? How does that work? Mm-hmm. What, it, but is that Better Faces for everyone or just Better Faces for females? It's just females. I've got the Better Faces. But you can't have better both of them. Better Females by Bella and Better Females by Bella Less Makeup. You can't have both of them. Uh, I don't have both. Uh, yeah, Better Females by Bella. You get the core files and the less makeup. No, I just got the one. I, maybe I've done that wrong then. Okay, well, I'll I'm take another look at that. Got here. Okay, well, my first one's actually one that the other day I just installed it, and I noticed it almost immediately. Alternate sun glare. <laughs> What's that? Just the, the tiniest little touches sometimes. This is the glare of the sun when you're looking up directly at it. Oh, okay. But not, not when you stare at it, when you just like glance at it, or when you've got a sunrise and a sunset. So it, it, I noticed this when I was walking to solitude through the forest, through the trees, the sun was coming up, and it just cut through the trees. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> that looks awesome. And that's, that's even the screenshot they have, is the sun cutting through the trees during sunrise. And it, oh man, what a difference does it make, the tiniest little touches like this. Well, you know what one I have loaded that uh, is not quite as cool as that, I don't think, but I've liked it a lot, is Better Dynamic Snow. And it actually interacts nicely with one I also loaded. It's further down my list, but I'll mention it at the same time, Deeper Snow. So on the one hand, the snow coming down looks a little more realistic. And on the other hand, it comes down heavier. So there are parts where you know it'll be this snowing, is... and in general it'll look like it's snowing, but it's not that heavy. Yeah, this is better dynamic snow, right? Well, I've got better dynamic snow, and I also loaded deeper snow. Okay, well, now you're jumping all the way to well, D. No, don't, I don't. know, but the thing is, combined, <laughs> the two of them make the snow look pretty cool, and at the same time, you get blizzards. Hmm, yeah. You, know, you get to the point where actually, in, even in the daytime, if it comes down, you basically make combat really tough. You actually can't see much of anything. Yeah, yeah, I've got... Okay, let's do this by alphabetical order because okay. we've jumped. We're gonna, I, I actually have better dynamic snow. I don't have deeper snow, so hang on. I've got to write that down. So I've got to get, got to get myself some deeper snow. <laughs> um, I need a, a text document to write this. Tabity, tabity, tab. Deeper snow. And I need to double check the uh, Bella's better f- um, faces. Females. Better females. females by Bella. Yeah, I've got to double check that I've got that right. Um, yeah, so better dynamics, no. Um, let's do this one and finish off the A's. Um, yeah, I love it. You know, you get you get more snow, and it, it really gets, like, up in up in Winterhold, hey, you can't see squat. It, you know, you get these blizzards, and <laughs> it's yeah, awesome. You, you wonder why the blacksmiths out there working when you can't see in front of your face. Yeah. 
<laughs> Actually, I was in uh, solitude. I was I was wanted to buy a horse because you know we shed him here dead. I needed a new horse, um, and I couldn't find him anywhere. And I was looking around, and I could hear him working. And he was around the back of his place, uh, working on his um, <laughs> on his little veggie garden. Okay, so the next mod I have is arrow stick. Oh yes. So what's, what's that? <laughs> you know how you shoot people, and sometimes arrows stick into them. Yes. Just about all the arrows you shoot at them stick in them now. So you get this dead body, and there's just arrows everywhere. It's awesome. So it's like the scene at, uh, at the at the end of the first Lord of the Rings movie, where where you've got um, oh, like a shooting all the arrows everywhere. Well, you've got the orcs shooting all the arrows everywhere, and you've got the dead bodies with the arrows sticking all out of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fantastic. I I don't know why this isn't part of the game normally. And yes, it's gruesome, but. I shot those arrows into the guy. They should stick. <laughs> I that one. That one sounds pretty awesome. Okay, that, get me, that gets me to B. Uh, the next one in B I have is Birds and Flocks. I've got that one. That's a really cool one because while it doesn't do anything to gameplay, it just makes the world seem more alive, that you wander around and suddenly a bunch of birds will f- swoop up off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you look up in the sky and there's birds everywhere. You know, it, it's one of those things where in, say, Minecraft, you're wandering through the forest and it's just... It's dead. There's no birds. There's nothing going on. <laughs> the only wildlife are enemies to fight. So, yeah, these, these sorts of touches just make such a huge difference. Uh, well, that's actually the end of bees for me. You got any more bees? Yeah, I've got actually two. I've got one uh, called Beyond Skyrim A Quest. It was one of my first efforts to download a quest, and it was pretty simple. I mean, you went off and killed basically a skeletal dragon. It, it wasn't all that exciting, and it didn't add that much, but it was kind of cool that it was there and that somebody was attempting to put together a quest. And this was I loaded this quite a while ago, but it um, it's not bad. I mean, that it's fully voiced. I mean, the voices aren't, again, aren't that great, but heck, it's an amateur effort. It's done by somebody who puts some time into it, and it, it fits with the game. It just, you know, it's, it's a minor side quest, and it's, it's, it's as good as many of the other side quests in the game. Okay. And then the other B I have is one that I thought everybody loaded, and that's Breeze Home Renovation with Bathroom. Nah, definitely not. Bathroom? <laughs> no, it's not necessary. It puts a smithy in the basement. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't live at the Breeze Home. Oh, okay. Well, I, I go there because early in the game, before I loaded this mod, you know, you've got the smithy right next door, and the, I've got the mod that uh, I've got an, ex, an enhancement to Breeze Home to put an enchanter's table upstairs. So, wait, I, I actually, I think that might be the only. No, there's also the, there's also the home. Yeah, I've got the first home I had was the Riften home because I focused on being uh, an assassin and a thief in in this playthrough. Um. So, I, and I have the Windhelm home as well, for, the, for that reason as well. Okay. So, I, I only just recently bought the Solitude, because I'm trying to do the Unusual Gems uh-huh, quest. Uh-huh. And, you, and, and this, there. Yeah. So, and that, man, that place is expensive. I'm <laughs> 25000 plus all the mod, things you have to add to it, yes. Yeah. Um, well, that okay. does it for bees for me. Well, okay, starting with the C, I've got, I actually have one C, Child Adoption Service. Oh, I saw that one, but I didn't load it. What does that do for you? If you go to the to the orphanage in Riften, you can actually adopt a child and have them live at your house. Um, what you are can they also like a house carl, basically, that doesn't go into combat? Well, no, it's just like a kid that hangs around your house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not married yet in this playthrough, so uh, I've, there is actually a mod there to, uh, to allow you to marry a Khajiit. And since I'm Khajiit, ah. I, think I, might, I think I might get that mod and, and give it a go okay. uh, so that I can have a, you know, 
I could stay within the, the, the species and have have a Khajiit family with a human child. Uh, <laughs> and the second like funny Khajiit child to adopt. At least, at least you haven't lost your diversity. <laughs> but I haven't, I haven't decided on anyone I wanted to marry yet. Uh, See, I've only got one C. That's the chopping block wood fires, which, again, just, just a graphical thing. It makes the chopping blocks look more realistic. It replaces the uh, textures on chopped blocks and also replaces the uh, textures for wood fires. Is it worth it? Like, visually? Uh, you know, yeah, I was playing uh, earlier, and some of the fires look better. I mean, it just makes fires look better if they're wood fires. Okay, putting that in my list. Chopping block... What's it called? Chopping block slash wood fires fix. Okay, yep, now on my list. <laughs> then uh, I've, only, I've only got the one D, and that's deeper snow. Okay, yeah, I, like I said, I don't have that one. I've got a few Ds, though. I've got... Detailed mine map, map markers. I'm not sure this one's working. This is meant to mark all of the mines on the map. Ah. And and the reason I don't think it's working is because of another mod that um, I will get to later that adds a billion and one map markers. Um, <laughs> so the two are at war with each other, basically. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the other one's better anyway. So <laughs> I know I don't know if this one really you know it's worth even mentioning since. I don't, I'm not sure it's working. Um, dungeon Quest Awareness. This one's kind of useful. This one updates the map so that when you discover a new location, it tells you what, what quests are related oh, to it. Oh, yeah, that'd be highly useful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, from time to time, I, I, I have a quest that I can't do right now, and it's to go and get some book from a dungeon. And I can't get to that dungeon until I've completed the werewolf's quest from the, the companions. So I keep forgetting this every time, but then I go and now I've got this map, this mod loaded. It reminds me, oh yeah, can't go in there until I've done the companions. So basically, <laughs> it tells you what the prereqs are to a certain extent. Yeah, just the just the main prereq for a location. Yeah, like you run across a place and you're like, oh, what this is place for? Oh, okay, it's part of that quest. I won't bother going in there yeah. yet. Um, next one I have is the Dwemer rifle. <laughs> Now, I haven't actually got this thing yet, but I have seen uh, the schematics for it. So you have to craft it yourself. Um, I think you have to craft it yourself. But yeah, it, it's it's like having a bow, uh, except obviously it's a rifle. Um, so I'm kind of excited to try and put that together. Because of all the races in this place to invent something like a rifle, it would be the Dwemer. <laughs> well, given that they have steam power and these, uh, they certainly <laughs> have the ability to have, to have, have powered things. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that seemed to fit with the law for me. Uh, you know, if uh, guns are going to be a long lost technology, and I suspect that rifle is probably pneumatic anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the next one I have is dynamic fires. Uh, and this one, let me just bring up the details for it. Oops, I didn't need to even click on that. I could just hover over it. Uh, this one allows you to ignite and extinguish fires both using both fire and frost spells. So if there's like if there's like grass out in the middle of nowhere, you can just light it on fire. Oh, that'd uh, be really cool because that that again makes the world a little more immersive. Yeah, and if you see like a, a fire pile in a dungeon, you can put it out with a frost spell and and pretend you're more stealthy. But I don't think it actually makes makes a difference. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next one I have in the D's. Actually, this is the last one in the D's. Is dynamic merchants. Uh, this one allows the merchant's gold to fluctuate b- more wildly based okay. on how much you trade with them, um, which is which it, it just adds a little bit more emotion. So yeah, it's, I've got it's nice. one that doesn't make them fluctuate; just has them level up their gold. It's further down somewhere, but I've got one that levels up their amount of gold based on what level you are. 
Oh, okay. That that's not, that's a bit more blatant. I feel I felt that yeah. one was a bit shitty. This one, you know, if you're bringing goods to a merchant, they're going to get richer. Uh, so that's that's the way I, I I chose this one over that one. Okay. Just dynamic merchants. Um, that brings me to the ease. Well, I can tell you. Let's see. What are, I've got a few in here. Let's see. I've got enhanced several in here because everybody wants to call the thing enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> enhanced dynamic weather system. So this one basically. Changes the weather system, makes the weather a little more realistic. I mean, I've been playing on the PC long enough that I can't actually tell you what it does compared to what it used to. But Lots more rain. Yeah, lots of rain. Yes, and, and different kinds of rain too. Yeah, it, it, seems to, it seems to be updates the weather based on the region that you're in as well. So, you know, I, and this, I was wondering if maybe this one and the other snow one... Um, the deepest snow one might conflict with it. No, not the deepest snow one. The dynamics, dynamic snow one, might conflict with each other. I wasn't sure. Maybe it's it's hard to tell with some of these. Yeah. Well, the next one I have is engineering, uh, which I haven't used at all yet, but it allows you to craft Dwemer temporary companions, um, like having a dog or whatever. You mean like the spiders and such? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I saw that one. Yeah, but I haven't I haven't used it at all. I don't think I will ever use it. Actually, you, not a crafting thing, but in Dawnguard, there's a staff you can get that can summon spiders and other Dwemer things. Well, there's a staff that you can get um, from... Where's the... Oh, what's the most western city? Makarth. Um, yeah, there's a staff you can get from the museum in Makarth that controls... The spider. Oh, that controls them, yeah, but this, there's one in Dawnguard that allows you to summon one, just like you could summon, say, a wolf or something. Okay, that... Uh, summoning wolves? Okay. Well, you know, like you can summon the spectral wolves, you know, the con- you can use conjuration ah. magic to summon... The, to ah, okay. Things. Yeah, it's a, oh, so you could do that anywhere? That seems a bit silly. It should only be in Dwemer Ruins. Well, it's a charge thing. You can. It has a certain number... It, it works like anything else. It has charges. I know, but where are you going to get the pots? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe from wherever the Dwemer went. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's the engineering one. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not super excited about it. I mean, this is something that I, before we had mods, I was like, yes, it'd be great to be able to build Dwemer stuff. And now that I can, it's like, nah, <laughs> that's a bit too much effort. <laughs> well, this one, I'm surprised you don't have loaded enhanced distant terrain. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a that one. Mod. Enhances the low detail terrain by recreating from scratch, so that things in the distance just look better. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure if that one would be safe. But if you're using it, maybe it is. I've been using it for a long time. I've had it subscribed since let's see, I subscribed on June first. Does so you visually notice as well? Did you uh, I've been using it long enough that it, I think I noticed when I first loaded it and now it's kind of fuzzed into the background for me. Okay. Well I, I might give that one a go. Um well I've got enhanced blood textures. Have you got that one? I don't have it. I've uh I can actually. I've I've read about it. I, I've thought about getting it. The yeah. two that the two that I have that um, actually I'm surprised you don't have both of these. There's enhanced soundtrack, and well that that comes next. Part, there's part one and part two. <laughs> yeah, I've got both those. Okay, because I'm looking <laughs> I, I, at, uh, some, yeah. at friends who have things. Yep, that's funny. Who have list you as having part one? <laughs> what is it? Does it? I don't know. Friends items? Oh, yeah, it's... it shows up as friends have... Uh, one friend is subscribed to this, so it, it, it shows people who subscribe to the if you have them listed as friends in Steam. Okay. I don't so know. The soundtrack ones, these two, part one and part two, everybody who's playing on PC should get these because 
the Skyrim soundtrack is great, but if you play long enough, you've heard every piece of music mm. an infinite number of times. Well, I had a question about Don't God. Does Don't God add any new music? I don't think so. Yeah, that tip to, to game developers. If you're adding DLC to your game, that DLC should ship with four or five new soundtracks. <laughs> yeah, just to spice things up a little bit. But these, these two mods, Enhanced Soundtrack 1 and 2, help out a lot because it takes a lot of music that fits nicely with Skyrim and merges it in. <laughs> Although some of it, maybe not. Like this, you know, Harry Potter tunes in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised about some of it. I mean, I'm surprised, to be to be perfectly honest, I'm surprised there hasn't been a takedown notice on this. <laughs> but most of it, yeah, I, I agree. Most of it just adds a little bit more flavor as you're wandering around. Um, some of it's very Skyrim-ish as well in style. Yeah, I mean, well, that's you, actually the end of the Fallout, ease for me. If you played Fallout and you got Connell Rad, it does sort of the same thing. Yeah, Con- Connell Rad was awesome, uh, and there was also the 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 emergency broadcast one. Um, sorry, this is a bit of a tangent. And there was also another one that was for robots, the Robot uh, Revolution Station, <laughs> where, where they just play songs about robots killing humans. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's the end of the E's for me. I'm up to F's now. I've only got one here, Fixed Followers Light. And to be honest, I haven't noticed that it fixes much because, by God, the followers still get in my way. Uh, Well, I don't don't think I have that one. I killed Lydia. I don't have a follower. And that's possibly one of the reasons why I haven't married anyone yet either because I just just haven't settled on the right follower. Uh, And there's a few mods out there that add more followers, and I'm really tempted to Well, there is a follower in Dawnguard that is pretty cool. Uh, Since you haven't played, I won't spoil it, but the follower I got in Dawnguard is pretty darn cool. Okay. Still does the same walk in front of you thing, but not... (laughs) This this mod fixes some bugs. Not not enough, but it fixes some. Well, my first F is actually Faster Vanilla Horses. Highly recommend this. Um, because I have been playing without fast travel for the most part for in all of Prip's play. And with this mod, horse travel makes so much sense. Uh, it's about You move about 30% faster. They did a lot of trial and error to try and get what's a good amount of speeding up of the horseness. That's, that's a word, speeding so up of the horseness. if a wild animal comes along you don't want to fight, you can actually outrun it. Yeah, you can. And you combine that with uh, the fact that you've got um, combat from horseback now. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it just fits perfectly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely recommend that one. And to anyone who's playing vanilla for the first time as well, like they've just bought Skyrim, get this one because it, it, it fixes some of the experience. Uh, the next one I have is follower map markers. So you can ask any follower for a map marker and... And now you'll know where they are. So if you run off and they don't keep up with you, <laughs> you can find them. They had that in Fallout New Vegas. You know, they showed up on your map in Fallout New Vegas so you could figure out which room they'd gotten stuck in. Yes. So, <laughs> so I, I bet they just turned back on that piece. Um, but you don't actually need it as much, and I may remove it, because I also have another one called Followers Keep Up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where, as you would expect, the followers actually stick around you when you run off. Um, well, you know cause... what you know what I think happens is that they you'll do something where you'll jump off someplace that the followers' path system doesn't think they can jump off of. So you'll get you'll get from point A to point B really fast, mm. and it'll take them a month of Sundays to follow you with whatever pathing system the game is using. Yeah, and in Fallout they they had the followers cheat and speed up, and that's what this does too. Um, I've also got follower trap safety. Hey, make sure you don't walk over those traps. 
Good oh, point. I'll walk around the trap. <laughs> Look at that trap. I'll just walk over it now. God that does not God. happen anymore with this with this mod. Okay, that that would be useful. Yeah, uh, I've I've not seen it in action because I don't walk around with followers anymore. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end of the F's for me. You got any you more any, F's? Do you have any G's? I got a G. Okay, I don't have any G's. Just one. Gender and race heights. It adjusts the the heights of the NPCs and your characters when you create them to be. Slightly more in line with the Elder Scrolls law, uh, and so that the the women and the men have the right ratios. Okay, so it actually follows what the supposed lore says it should. Yeah, it, you know, it's pretty minor. It's one of those mods you could definitely skip over. You don't need it, uh, but but it's there. And I thought, okay, what the heck? I'll I'll, I'll grab it just so I've got yet another mod. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this next one I've got under the H's is uh, actually not one that I found. My daughter recommended it to me. At, I've seen similar things like this for Fallout and Fallout New Vegas, where at the beginning of the game you have very, very few pieces of equipment that are halfway decent. What this does is it adds a little cabin to Riverwood, Hunter's Cabin of Riverwood. And it doesn't add any big, huge game-killing weapons. It adds a couple of things like an iron axe and an iron, uh, you know, an iron two-handed axe and some crappy armor. So it doesn't add game-breaking stuff, but it, it's basically a starting point where if you want to have a house that has very few amenities and some you know, starter equipment, it gives you that from the beginning of the game. Okay, that's, that's kind of neat. Um, I never felt like a, that was lacking, though, when I was playing it through the first time. No, and I didn't second feel time. like it was lacking at the beginning, but you know, it, it looks kind of neat, and it's, I, I, she showed it to me when I had a character that was level 30, so I was like, well, yeah, that's nice. Don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff's not even worth selling, but <laughs> it's not worth carrying around. No, no. But I think it could be useful for somebody just starting a game. So you know, it's she liked it. It looks like it could be useful for somebody who's just starting out. <laughs> Speaking of carrying stuff around, I had like over a hundred in weight of ores, ingots, and and minor gem, uh, um, soulstone things. Yeah, that's. I finally realized why it is that my character never has more than twenty pounds free, and it's because I have more soul gems than I can count. Well, I was, you know, I was, I was doing a lot of blacksmithing last time I was playing, and it was, at this time around, I was like, you know what? I don't need these two hundred pieces of leather, and <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. sell them. Someone else can smelt things for me. I don't care anymore. <laughs> so I just sold all that stuff, and now I my massive amounts of. Stamina carry limit is is excellent again. I can carry things that are worthwhile. Yeah. Um, my only hate is a high quality snow texture. Um, like many people, I cannot run the high resolution textures mod that the official Bethesda one. It just does not work on, on my graphics card, and my graphics card is no slouch. Hmm. Yeah, don't know what to say about that. It's a it's a real shame uh, oh, that I can't get that. It's one of the things about PC gaming is that you run across weird stuff that has no good explanation. Yeah. Uh, that brings me to the eyes. No, I got no eyes. I'm my next well, one. I have an eye that you definitely need. Uh, and I'll start with that one. Improved skill books. Oh, so what does that do? Okay, let me just bring up the thing. Um, the, the book, the, if, if a book gives you a skill, it appends that skill to the name of the book. Oh, so you can tell just by looking at it if it's worth your while. Well, it's always worth your while, but... Right, like, but you can you, tell if you really care or not. Right, so you can tell the difference between a book that gives you a skill and a book that doesn't. Oh, right, okay, yeah. 